Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Nope, too bad. It is April 11th, 2022. This is Atlanta United FC Weekly, a home before dark podcast. And we are out of spicy water at the Herb House. So you just get Dan's liquid death. Yeah, it doesn't work. Liquid death. <laughs> I think that only works with crystal glasses, doesn't it? Oh. No, anything with a stem. Any? Oh, okay. I didn't. I don't understand how that stuff well, works. Like, because it's just like vibrating down that. Like, gotcha. Yeah, I think. Oh, thank you for tuning in with us on this lovely Monday evening here in Atlanta. I am Tim Herb. As always, I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Mr. Kevin Bradley, across the table from me That's for the me. first time in like a month and a half. That's Dan, me, baby. Dan, Dan James on the screen with us recording remotely, mixing himself a Manhattan. Is that a Manhattan? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's delicious. It's made with, uh, was it 13 Colonies Rye from America's Georgia? Oh, beautiful. That is, I am not a fan. Really? Yeah, I'm not a fan. It's it's too young for me. Yeah. Well, it's 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 a little it's a little too spicy. So you're like the the reverse I'm not Leo surprised. DiCaprio. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No, I think that 13 Colonies is just a 3 or a 4 year, I think. Um which so is um Old Fourth Bourbon, but I just think that that's got a little bit more flavor to it then I, I only had 13 colonies and it was a couple once a couple years ago and i just wasn't a fan of it maybe i should go back and retry it but i don't know i'm trying to clear out the bottles so bottles i have like a few inches left i'm really trying hard to clear them out so i can fit more stuff in yeah well 
If you guys are watching, I'm going to go ahead and do the, go ahead and get the housekeeping out of the way. If you guys are watching us on YouTube, thank you for taking time out of your, your Monday evening, watching us live and joining us alive and, and being a part of the, being a part of the experience. I'm talking about you, Richard Gordon, you, Jay Hannibal, you dirty bird person and anybody else who's in there with us. <laughs> you dirty bird person. That sounds like an insult. Yeah. You're talking about you dirty, bird <laughs> you dirty bird person. If you guys <laughs> are not subscribed, make sure you hit the subscription, the subscribe button, the notification bell icon, get the notif- notification, get notified whenever we go live. If you guys are listening to us on Apple podcasts, leave us a rating and or a review. We will read it live on the show. Um, Have you seen that movie, Misery? Mm. With Kathy Lee Bates? Kathy yeah. Bates. <laughs> Kathy, Lee ba- Kathy Lee Gifford? <laughs> Can you imagine if like they redid that movie, but it was Kathy Sarah Lee Sarah Palin? No, no, thanks. Instead of Kathy Bates? No, thanks. That's, that's a hard pass for me. Instead of um, Joe Bennett? Who's Joe Bennett? It's Kathy Bates in The Office. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. So, Dan, have we seen the movie Misery keep going? Did you get your ankle shattered? No, he was just asking uh, that question, just for fun. Well, she was saying, she was the one who says, you, you dirty birdie. Oh, that's that's a deep cut. But that, All I remember I mean, from that is James I mean, Conn getting his ankle smashed against the bedpost. That's not his ankles, Dan. It's actually his, actually his calves. Oh, okay. Whatever. Lower, lower Sorry, leg. I had to go all white shroot on you right there. <sighs> More like white shroot. Am I right? Uh-huh. Showing his privilege. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, back to yeah. yesterday's game. Um, or not. Can we just talk about something else? I mean, we Have we recorded since Ozzy yeah. Alonso's injury? Yeah. We, we have, right? Last yeah. Week, last yeah. week. Yeah. Because That's we right. We did it late. Yeah. That's probably the most concerning injury of the bunch um, for the lineup. At least that's what we were talking about that the Joseph one, we weren't as worried about, or maybe it was the other way around. No, we I, I wasn't as worried about, about Ozzy because so, because was so coming that's back what it was. Yeah. Ibarra that's was coming was. back. That's and, what it was. Yes. And yeah. they both, they both look solid. Yeah. I'm a lot more worried about Joseph. Yes. Yes. Well, especially now that we, cause last week, whenever we had recorded, we did not have an update on, what was going on just that he was going back to what was it pittsburgh or somewhere up that way with a p right pushing p um, yeah pennsylvania yeah yeah somewhere in pennsylvania going to get checked up on and then we got the report that he did undergo a very minor operation he had his knee scoped to, yeah, yeah exactly um and expected out six to eight weeks is that right uh yeah yeah uh, so that's accurate um, which I think is usually pretty in line for like a cleanup. And that's usually like a, and same thing with like a meniscus tear or something like that. He didn't tear any ligaments. He has scar tissue. Hopefully. I don't know who did his first, because is Dr. James Andrews doing his surgery this time? I have no idea. Like the orthopedic guy that operates out of, I'm pretty sure UAB. Uh, I have no uh, idea, Tim. You're going to go with that one alone. There's only um, so much my memory can take. Anyway, whoever botched his knee surgery the first time is probably to blame for this, right? Yeah. I mean, he, I think he talked about re- retiring because of all the botched knee surgery. Uh, like, I, how many times did he have to uh, get his knee operated on? Oh, yeah, on? it was a good bit. He, he was talking about how long his 
recovery was and how every time he took one step forward, he t- took two steps back. It seemed like, um, like you said, he thought he was going to retire because of it. So, um, which goes to say, I, I think we posed the question this weekend is how much longer do you see Joseph being a part of this lineup considering the events that have transpired over the past couple of years? Cause we're coming up on year two. This is, the third going this is the third this will be the third year that his injuries have been a part of either his absence or his inability to perform so it was 2020 2021 2022 so yeah this is the third season now that we're still going through the motions and while i understand that it's all part of it and it's all part of the process and you don't expect him to be 100 percent in that six weeks time and it is a process three years is a long time for somebody that's not 18 years old anymore you know no that's for sure it's becoming less and less of a hot take to talk about him not being with the team moving forward or needing to, to quote unquote move on from whatever that means if that means him moving into the front office or being part of the coaching staff or something i like think that. even if as long as he's i think that my issue is not with joseph or his ability or his capabilities it's that he is taking up a designated player position on this yeah. roster more than anything else. Yeah, hundred um, percent. And if that wasn't the case, I don't think that question would have any reason to be asked, but because he's taking up a DP position, I don't know how you can continue to justify it much more uh, considering things and depending on how they continue to play out the rest of the season. Cause I, I think we're going to be hard pressed to find any semblance of a 2018 Joseph return to form at this point. Yeah. I mean, that was four years ago at this point, which is, yeah, crazy. I'm, I, I would be surprised if he returns back to his former self uh, and I'm with you, Kev. I, I don't want him taking up a DP DP player spot. And part of me worries that if he stays around, becomes coaching staff or anything, I mean, I want, if Joseph isn't there, I want it to be somebody else's team. And I feel like, you know, if you hang around too lot, too much and you're always going to be in that guy's shadow and at some point you just got to draw a line and move on. If he's going to be coaching, he's got to do his coaching license and all that sort of stuff. And I don't know. I, I love Joseph. I, I just think at some point it's healthy to just move on. Yeah, I yeah, that's the hard thing to reconcile for me is the DP slot because I was you, never we, sorry, I was never friends with girlfriends after I dumped they dumped me. Let's be honest. <laughs> no, I mean that's that's fair, right? Like, um, I mean there are two sides. It's, it's like saying that we think or we know that Joseph would stick around, even if they offered it to him. You don't know for sure that he would stick around. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the designated player thing is the the part that bugs me. It just sucks because over the past few years, it seems like we can never get, you know, all three, let alone like even two DPs healthy at the same time. Right. And right. when I say DPs, I'm not I'm not talking about the makeshift DP and like, or the panic DP and Alan Franco that we did right. just because right. we had the slot available and we needed to get somebody in. Yep. Um, or even Marcelino Moreno. Or Moreno, exactly. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Who I will say right now is playing at a DP level. Yep. Um, Despite Doug Robertson's best attempts to say otherwise. <laughs> he is just digging his heels in is on he that still? one. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I just like, he's, 
what what's the saying from the dark knight you either uh live to become the hero or no you either you either you're either the hero or you live to you live the, yourself you live long enough to see yourself become the villain or something like that yeah yeah i think you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain or something yeah. something along that way yeah we just got blocked um yeah no but it's tough. So to go back to that, it's like not being able to have two, three DPs on the field at the same time, or even in the same vicinity of be like, it's one thing, like, it's not like we were even rotating them or, uh, one was injured for like two weeks and then we got them back for a little bit. It's just, they're never healthy at the same time. And unluckily for us, like they're have all been attacking players aside from Alan Franco. So what you're saying is Pineda out. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. <laughs> out on the road to go find our next striker is what I'm talking about. Yeah. He agree. needs to hit the road, hit the pavement Saban style. Yeah, I agree. I no, agree. but this, this does make the question. Like we talked about, um, was it Will Bruin that we were talking about us signing earlier, like in the off season and how nice that would have been and how the Pineda connection was there. And he would have been a perfect guy to slot in, you know, Joseph having this knee injury. And now we're having to rely on, and I didn't even think Ronaldo Cisneros had a bad showing. I thought um, whenever he came in in the second half, I thought I was very surprised by his pace. I know we're kind of jumping ahead and jumping around, but like talking about the striker situation, um, Dom had at least one miss, right? Yeah, he had a miss in the first half, but other than that, it wasn't like he was consistently threatening. I feel no, like he wasn't more than not. Um, as I'm watching the second half as we talk right now, um, it seems <laughs> like Moreno has had far more opportunities than um, Bob Dwyer was able to capitalize or generate in the first half. Yeah, um, yeah. Moreno has. Dom a had a good opportunity. Just, yes, he yes, just he couldn't. Did. He just couldn't uh, capitalize on it, like you're saying. And but Ronaldo came in, and I mean, it seems to be um, for all intents and purposes, he's the guy now uh, that we're going to run with. Uh, I thought he was he was sprightly, uh, bushy tailed. He looked fresh. Um, he, I mean, he only played for a few minutes, but I noticed like he had a burst of speed on the thirty eight year old Fuchs. Uh, but Eckler, yeah, he could it, be, he could be, he could be the guy. He could be, uh, he could fill in for Joseph and see how it goes. Yeah, I know that pace isn't necessarily the most important thing. I was very surprised, and you're right. It might just be that he was going up against Christian Fuchs, um, Premier League title-winning Christian Fuchs. Um, but he, I, I was surprised. He was running like he looked like a deer out there running. Like he, um, yeah. I was just, I was Bounding. not. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember. I don't remember who that was. I think they, that's how they used to describe Javian Clowney from South Carolina and uh, the Texans, just because he's so big and the galloping yeah. speed. You don't like you don't notice it until I don't know. It, it, he looks Ronaldo looked a little gangly out there, but he was getting after it, um, and he was winning those balls back in space uh, on those through balls. Like I, Look, I was very happy with that. Regardless of who or what the answer becomes in this lineup, I like that. Pineda has been looking for different potential personnel groupings to figure this answer out and not just digging his heels in saying it's Don Dwyer or it's Kubo Torres. It's Kubo Torres. Right. Or yeah. it's um, 
what's his face that got some playtime last match, not yesterday, but uh, Jackson Conway, Jackson Conway, whoever it may be. He's not just he. We've seen over two matches three different looks essentially as he's trying to figure this out, and he's not. This is my guy. This is who it's going to be. And then whenever it doesn't work, he just digs his heels and and is adamant that that's going to or defiant that that's going to be it. And he knows best. Like he's letting that get figured out based on performance and week to week changes as players are performing better or doing things differently and training that he's seeing and and making adjustments accordingly. So yeah, he's not the cliche fit the team to the manager he is fitting uh fitting the players or like he's fitting his tactics yeah. or, or uh, he's flat with his tactics i don't know where i'm going with that but um he the fact i think it's very evident in the fact that we're playing like a 3-4-3 three, three. Mm-hmm. because i mean he's typically a guy that's been playing you've seen last year he played a three back and then once he got comfortable and he got his players back he started deploying a four in the back and then now he's having to adjust mm-hmm. and i i really do admire that i think that's a great quality in a manager oh yeah absolutely but you've got to be able to do that and react to things because things are never going to line up perfectly with whatever you throw out there and if you're not reacting and responding to what the game gives you or what uh a weekly injury report gives you you're always going to be up against it so yeah, that's how I believe a manager should should be running. I mean, I don't like it when you've got people like Harry Redknapp that come into the team and then just bring in like a host of all new players just to try and fit uh, what they want to do. I like to have that flexibility in a manager because it's he sh- it should give him more options down the road. Like if eventually mm-hmm. he gets... Hopefully, at some point, we get all three of our DPs on the field together and have some consistent training time, and then he can really gel and we can see the vision that that he ideally wants. But right now, I mean, for the past, I mean, I feel like it's been since 2020, it's been a whole mishmash of whole, all different things, um, and there's just been no time for consistency. Yeah, he's had to act on his feet. I mean, his entire tenure, I feel like he's had to act on his feet. He's mm-hmm. had a few games in the beginning of the season where he thought he had a full strength. And not even, I take that back. I was about to say he had a full strength squad, but just because he could play his desired formation doesn't mean that he had the best players right. to, to play in those roles. We were right. still waiting for the the visa issue with Tiago Almada and worrying about, or Sosa dealing with the, the green card yeah. and injury with Sosa and Ibarra. Uh, Emerson Hyndman is still hurt. We have no idea how he rates Emerson Hyndman now that he's in training. Does yep. he look at him and as like a Sadich replacement, Hosato replacement, something like that, somebody who's going to be uh, taking home that spot? I mean, I I don't know. It's hard to tell. That's another one. We haven't talked about Emerson Hyndman, I feel like, in two years. Well, we haven't anything to talk about because he's not been on the field in two years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's rough. I mean, has it really – it has been that long, hasn't it? Or no? Uh, I think he he played that first – he had that stunner in that first game in 2020, and then I think he played the better part of that season and then got a minor injury. I think last year was really – because last year was his He tore his ACL. Was that in the opener last year? I don't remember if it was the opener or not. It was pretty early on in the season, I feel like. But he's back in training, if I'm not mistaken, and uh, but just like Joseph, ACL injury initially – yeah, that was in training, wasn't it? That he tore his ACL. Oh, you're right. It was in training. That's right. 
Yeah, he played seven matches last year before tearing his ACL. Yeah. And looked pretty good uh, last year. <sighs> I don't know. I mean, it, just to go back to Pineda, like, I don't know if any... Has anybody really... I know Twitter's not real life, and I haven't been on there much in the past couple of weeks, but, like, are people actually calling for... Somebody was. I forget who it was, but I, I certainly saw something <laughs> in response to this past this past week's result. You know, and it's like, what What do you want the guy to do? You know, you're you're out five starters and you're pulling a one nil result on the road against one of the best keepers in the league, I'd argue at this point. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. they're not a bad team. No, no, not at all. They're not at all a bad team. Not at all. They're not a bad team. I would be interested to see how they evolve through the season to get i mean one thing they've really got going for them is their manager is uh he's an excellent manager i would like to see and how they deal with injuries when their first choice players get injured what is their depth like um i mean they may not get injured and we may not see that but they haven't had to face much roster diverse uh adversity yet i just hate that atlanta conceded the goal the way that they did on an olympico yeah I mean, don't you just... don't you think it's strange how everybody knew what an olympico was i had no idea what it was you didn't I know what like, that was i thought no you just score from a corner oh <sighs> yeah but just for Guzan to just that, watch it sail in, basically just that's something that happens in like high school and middle school yeah. soccer yeah yeah that was, I mean, it looked beautiful. It looks like a, such a cool goal. And if it was Atlanta United, I'd, you know, I'd probably pin it to my Twitter feed. But yeah. um, the, it, it was such a fluky goal. And to have it happen to us on the road, it's like a kind of like, well, it's par for the course, really. I mean, like. Well, especially whenever we're talking about Guzan's contract. And, you know, as much as we talk about Joseph's because of injury and everything else, we talk about. Guzan's for a completely different reason being the he is a, now the highest paid keeper in the league, right? I don't know what his pay cut was. Oh, that's right. He did take that pay cut. Yeah, we talked about that last week. Yeah. I didn't I didn't realize that last week that he took a pay cut. That's right. But still, with his salary and and what we're paying him for that to be the lone goal of the night was um a little disappointing. So he was the highest paid in 2021. Um was it like yeah, it was like eight hundred and eight hundred something. I think eight hundred five thousand. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, uh, Bryson Cicero, thoughts on keeping Guzan over Can Kevin? Thoughts on keeping well, Can's gone. Um, at this point, that's what he's saying. He's, oh, he's saying, "What are yeah. your thoughts on us having oh, gotten rid back. of Can oh, instead you. of getting rid of Guzan?" <laughs> I think that's still the right choice, but um, I don't know. <laughs> Who's uh, who's given up more goals this year? I guess I guess Can probably has. Yeah, those first couple <laughs> games. Those yeah. first couple games were pretty yeah. brutal. Pretty yeah, it was brutal. 5-0, one 2-1, 3-1. Oh, Tim. Tim, stay in your lane, man. What? You're going through all of all of my download. All of my download oh, is their past sorry. results. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go ahead. I'm just going to repeat just, it. No, that's fine. That's fine. Um, no, it. I mean, 
Great. Feel like sloppy I really seconds. pissed him off, kid. <laughs> Just really glad to have this sloppy second Dan load. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to go sit in the corner. Um, <laughs> That's what most people do after the dance. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best, best opposite. Go think ahead. about what you've done. <laughs> go think about what you've done. <laughs> oh, dear God. Um, oh, I, it's kind of shameful watching that goal roll in. Or it not even roll is. in. No. Like it was, it skied him. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like there was a big collision. Like, like there was the just, sun and the wind. <laughs> where, where i couldn't see it pull, do, do, do <laughs> pulling oliver con like, what what are you talking about oh my gosh the Sun wind got a hold of it and then the sun was in my eyes did somebody did he say that yeah oh <laughs> i thought you were joking no he definitely said like the wind had gotten a hold of it and the sun made it hard to track or something like that <laughs> I mean, that could legitimately... I mean, that's an excuse I would use, and I would be the one... I would, I would use that Absolutely. excuse on the golf course, not... <laughs> <laughs> so, so Jay Hennelball's comment was about, exactly where I was about to go. He said the glare off of Guzan's head. <laughs> but I was about to say, it's not like the reflection off of his head would affect his vision. It would be blinding to the other players. <laughs> but the reflection off Gutman's head... They they actually bounce off each other and refract to make it like mm. you're mag- like holding a magnifying glass up to ants. That's right. Yeah, colonies. <laughs> He's just burning his eyes decimated. in gold. Yeah. No, they connect and then it's like <laughs> it's like lasers with mirrors on either side. <laughs> yeah, these moments I, right here are why people listen to us. It is, yeah. and I there's there's two seats at the end of this table that are for Dan James once once we can sort out timing. We miss you, Dan. We miss having you yeah. here. Um, I'd like to be there too. Be I know it's a little succulents over there. Look, they look great, Tim. Oh, thanks. I don't. Are keep... those microphones sticking out of that plant? No, are those are grow lights. Yeah, they're actually our, our fourth oh, co-host tonight. What do you those got to say? Types of plants. Gotcha. Mm. Yeah, they're grow lights. Oh, okay, Tim. Yep. <laughs> Uh, Eric Ferreira says, watch out, guys. Might get labeled negative podcast because you're talking Joseph out. I mean, well, well, someone's got to offset the Sunshine Pump Up podcast. So we're the negative one. That's true. Mm. I think Felipe's gone to the dark side. Speaking of the opposite of Sunshine Pump Up, he's been real down on this club this year, I feel like. I. I love Felipe, and I think he does a great service to this club and has in the past. I see him much in the Jim Gray mold. Um, trying to think who else would be in that same mold. Like a confrontational so, reporter. Yeah. He's getting very, like I said, he's he's been very down on the club. And look, everyone's entitled to their opinions or, you know, he... He reviews and knows more about this game than I certainly do as a misinformed bystander. However, um, it it is uh, okay. Great, thanks, Dan. Uh, (laughs) He knows a hell of a lot more than I do, Kevin. Kevin just referred to himself as a bystander. (laughs) (laughs) What is the crime you're watching unfold if you're just a bystander this season? (laughs) Pineda out. (laughs) <laughs> Felipe murdering Atlanta United. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like he's very Trent Crim sometimes. Mm. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. 
That's a good way to put it. Because he means but, well. I, I don't think that he doesn't mean well. I think he's no. legitimately just being It all started with the Boca out piece, and now he's just on <laughs> he's he's gone down a path. Yeah. I actually feel like I forgot about that Boca out piece. Maybe it's more of a negative contest. I actually his his points are very well thought out. Absolutely. And it and you you can totally understand where he's coming from and it's and it's hard to like when you look at them and try and be critical, it's like, well, you've got not much of a leg to stand on because he's he's very, no, absolutely. Um, uh, very accurate. I feel like in what he's putting together. Absolutely. I just want to see a little bit of good, though. There's enough negative out there. Come yeah. on, yeah, yeah. Come on, man. Little something. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Yeah, it's um. Yeah, somebody has to be critical. Yeah. We, well, we, got, I feel like we find ourselves right in the middle ground between overly critical and overly sunshine, overtly sunshine. Well, I feel like I feel like both Saka down here and Felipe are very accurate in their commentary on the team, and I feel like um, Saka down here does a really good job of highlighting those uh, positive elements. Whereas Felipe, I feel like, is more uh, critical of them, obviously. Um, and Doug, Doug is just seems inherently negative. Um, and uh, then I don't think there's any other podcasts. Just ours. Do you think? Like, do you think that Doug takes himself to like two star restaurants off a of Yelp just because he can't stand probably having a good meal? <laughs> like he just like he needs to complain about it. He only goes to two stars. I've never really interact. I've talked to Doug maybe once or twice, and I don't even remember where. Just at the stadium, maybe or at an event. But he does. He's coming yeah. on next week, right? Yeah, I I would I would <laughs> gladly have at this him. rate. Nobody's coming back on the show <laughs> no. because all we've done is shit on everybody in this community over the past five minutes, which is really great. That's yeah. Nice. Well, we're. We're just stuck Joe with Patrick Eric. has a little place in my heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Tune into Mouse of the South in Five Stripe Final. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Interesting Eric's story because he will, he will, he will not take himself seriously, Eric. No, so. yeah, I love Eric. He's 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 good. He takes a lot of shit from us and puts up with it. That's true. Did I tell you I saw Sam Jones the other day? No, Jay Sam Jones running around. Is he uh, picketing somewhere? <laughs> it was at did you cross his picket line yeah i think so um yeah no i saw him out running um over by our uh office did you start running with him <laughs> <laughs> that'd, be the, that'd be the best yeah you see him running you just run and catch up with him hey what's going on man i haven't seen you in a while it's <laughs> been like we, five years we catch up pull out the uh wonder shows and sock what are you running from yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> what are you running from <laughs> so jay hannibal is araujo back this week i hope so yeah i think we all do mm. uh i know he's explosive and pineda wants to keep him on the uh on a on a not on a non-aggressive schedule but i worry about cincinnati because they ship a ton of goals and yet Sometimes we make those teams look incredible. Do you bring him? Do you bring him back in against Cincinnati, or do you bring him back in against Chattanooga and ease him in? Some would argue 
it's easier to bring in, just as easy to bring in on FC Cincinnati. Uh, are you sure about that? Because their recent run of form had, I don't want to take away from the Dan load. I'm not trying to. I'm sorry, Tim. Sorry, man. <sighs> I guess, I don't know. Yeah, I guess they've had two, two consecutive losses. But Cincinnati ship a lot of goals. I think it would be a good opportunity for Araujo, if he's ready, at least to either be bought on for 30 minutes. I mean, man, I think bringing him on as a sub against a tired team would be fantastic. And he potentially could gain a lot of confidence back yeah. from doing that. You okay, know, so you're not you're not con- 30, you're not 25 minutes. You're not contending that he comes in for to start. You're no, saying, no, 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 no. Okay. I think okay, a, okay. A, a sub start and then okay. potentially. Okay. Well, Chattanooga's Wednesday. I yeah. mean, you just see how he goes mm. against Cincinnati, and then um, yeah, ease him in. Look at how we were awful to start last year and still made playoffs. It's a long season. You're yeah. exactly right, Bryson. Exactly. That's all in this league. That's all you need to do. You don't need to be top of the table to win the cup. I mean, it's mm-hmm. the Sounders' way, and we have a Sounder at our yep. uh, at, at the helm. So, um, yep. Carlos Rangel brings up a pretty interesting point. He says, "Am I, am I the only one who thinks Atlanta United players are always late to adapt to the way a referee is calling a game?" Hmm. I don't think I've ever thought about that. No, me neither. So, yeah, I I don't. I don't know that we ever do. I feel like it's so the the refereeing is so inconsistent just across the board. It's difficult to to do that. But then, I don't know. Does Carlos have specific players? Because I don't. I don't. I I don't know if he has specific players, but in his his. Second comment, he says, against Charlotte, the ref was letting a lot of fouls go, and Atlanta players were not fouling back. So we weren't mm-hmm. taking advantage of the way. It was Alan Chapman was refereeing yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Uh, MMA, thought, Alan Chapman, as I like to call him. <laughs> what is it? MMA, Alan Chapman. Oh, why is that? Because he always lets, he always does this. Like, his games are ah. wonderful to watch from a neutral perspective because you see so much violence. I just, I was... I thought he was pretty consistent yesterday. Granted, I'm most I'm mostly I mean, watching from a game, the game to game. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, I I actually was not super critical at all of his his performance yesterday. Uh, granted, I was watching while trying to entertain a an eight month old, but um, it seemed like he was doing a, a pretty solid job yesterday. Um, yeah, I don't. What do you think about this Charlotte team, Dan? Like, do you think do you think they're a playoff team? So, remember last week I was telling you how they could be mentally fragile, and then we would take advantage <laughs> of that. Well, that was completely wrong. Uh, they were. You looked like. Uh, am I saying so, this right? You you look like a nonce saying that. Is that the right? Uh yeah, nonce, idiot. You know, Pelic. Um, but they Pelic. actually that took just it. Sounds bad. It does. <laughs> I called my kids that once and they Whoa. were like, what's a pillock? And I was like, well, I mean, it's it's a kind way of saying you're silly. <laughs> um, anyway, so I think the... Oh my gosh, where was I going? Pillock. 
You were talking about their mental fortitude and how we oh, yeah, yeah. capitalize on and how they were, and they were totally up for it. I was completely wrong, and they were all the crowd. I mean, there was a, you could sense the energy of the crowd through the through the TV screen. Um, they were completely up for it, and getting that goal, and then they did a really good job of disrupting and defending us. I mean, we couldn't, you know, we. Um, I just think of we've been very fortunate when we've been able to switch the ball from side to side and they were able to adapt to that and shut us down. Like it was really hard for Lennon or Gutman to do anything on the wings because they just seemed to be, they worked the diamond really well and were able to morph to one side and then be able to stop uh, and, and attack um, here and there. And it wasn't till 17-year-old Caleb Wiley on to have the his own cross and then take the shot um, was the most um, the best chance I feel like we had. Even though RxG far exceeded theirs, um, they did a really good job in breaking us down. And I thought that they, uh, I thought Charlotte played a great game. I really did. I was really impressed with them. And I think in their current state, yeah, they are a good team. Uh, They've got a chip on their shoulder. Are they going to play um, with that much enthusiasm against uh, every other opponent? It's to be, uh, you know, the it's to be seen if they can do that. But it, against us, I mean, I was right in saying they were pissed about losing to us and wanted to uh, get the revenge game as they branded it themselves. So, and they did it, and they beat us. So, their play, I can't wait till we annihilate them next time. Yeah. Do we have another leg against them this At season? At least one, if not two. Right? Uh, I'm not sure. Do we sure. play them one more time? I will change. Reg- like regional rivalry type thing? Yeah, because normally we play Orlando three. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Yeah, but that but there's more teams in the league now. Yeah, exactly. So okay. I don't know how that's going to shake out. I'll, I'll tell you in a second. And there's someone in the traps going to beat me to it. Hopefully we've got one more to... to My money's on Carlos. ...have the tiebreaker, but we'll see. Um, when's our first match against Orlando too? No, I guess I guess we no, don't we play do them not. again. We do yeah. not play them. Uh, we don't play them again. So well, we split we'll the see series. Them in the playoffs. Yeah, um, Orlando. That would be a great matchup if that happened. First round of the playoffs. July seventeenth is our first match against Orlando. It's at home, and then we have one away in September. So we have a long way to wait on that. So. Yeah, Kalina is a fantastic. He, I mean, to your point, Kev, Dude, he's, he's probably the, been the best the out in the league. Just lights out. He, I mean, he had a couple really close shots from Moreno that he was able. I mean, he didn't have to make any incredible saves like he did in the first match, um, but he's still he, he's it's another shutout. I mean, it's he did what he needed to do. You know, um, he didn't let the sun and wind affect his ability to make a save. Was that the Sun and Lind? Is that what you said? Yeah, the Lind. Lint. It was Lint. Lint. He had uh, Lint from his shirt in his eye. Oh, I felt like... Did you guys feel like the entire game that our back line was struggling to get back? 
Yes. Like I felt like they were. I would. Were they just? Were we playing too high of a line? Like were we just getting caught out that often? Like I. It just seemed like constant recovery from our center backs to try and get back and win. Uh, win tackles. Yeah. Uh, Brittany S. No, we only play Toronto twice this year. Um, I I do remember center backs. I think Campbell made some great stops, like at the death. Yes, yes, he did. He had a couple of sliding stops inside the box um, for balls that were coming across the floor and stuff like that. But they were just, they were just really they were being very effective at turning the ball over and then getting it back down the field quickly. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's something that the Delaney United we've struggled with ever since Tata left. Um, and then 90% of the team, but I mean, that's, that's one thing that <laughs> if, if Moreno had Almiron speed, I mean, you would basically have another, a more technical Almiron. Um, but the the frustrating thing about Moreno is he will he's so um, technical, like he'll take a player on, but he just doesn't have the speed to outrun the guy, and sometimes he gets pushed off the ball, uh, which is frustrating because you want to when you have a, a player like that, you want to have someone an option who you can pass the ball to, and you're not relying on him to to take a player on and then muscle him out down the field because I mean. Mer- uh, Marcy is not the biggest guy in the world. No, I, yeah, I agree with you. It's, it's tough because, and I, and I noticed that whenever he was kind of, he always, his runs kind of come to a head whenever he gets to the box. Right. And he's got a couple guys <laughs> there. And if he doesn't have outlets to immediately pass the ball to, I feel like he gets kind of stuck. I feel like he's yes. just trying to decide I mean, whether what, or not to keep down the line to try and beat the guy with the little pace that he has or to try and cut in and like make a quick pass. But what, what else is he going to do? I mean, you can't just, you know, dribble down the middle and when you're eventually going to run into a wall of defenders, especially, the, I mean, if you don't have guys trailing with you or yeah. running with you, I mean, it's, I still thought he played really well. I thought he was. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I thought he was. He gives our, it. He's given a hundred percent every game, Tim. Sorry. Yeah. I think he was the best player for us. I know people in the trap, Brittany, uh, or well, Jay Hannibal saying Tiago Almada was by far the best player on the pitch. Dude, Almada had a, <clears throat> had a rip from about 22 out that just went over yeah. the top left. Yeah. I yeah, thought he Almada, did. he's, he's, He's certainly, I know that first game we were talking about how there were going to be a lot of expectations on him. So maybe now's a good time to check in because it's been, what, three games now since he's... It's his second start. It was his third, start. third appearance, yeah. 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 Well. Um, so what's everyone's... <laughs> every, what, what are you guys' thoughts now? Three matches in, let's say of Almada seems to certainly have his footing. I know that you were really high on him last week. Um, this week again, I think he had a great performance. Um, what are you guys thinking? I think right now the most exciting prospect is to see him and Aruju on the field at the same time. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine unleash those two and have Moreno? Yeah sitting back you talk to, about yeah. like moreno needing someone to distribute to you've got both of them just yeah. flashing up towards the top of the line like 
he doesn't need to hold on to the ball for long because one of them are going to be there in a matter of just yeah. moments you and, know? and they're vacuums right like so yeah. they're going to suck all that pressure off and moreno's going to slip in behind and they're going to get chips or lobs yep. over the over exactly. the over the back line to him and yeah that's yeah get him see. the ball just get him the ball yeah uh <laughs> that's sala and mane 2.0 all right oh. that's right exactly <laughs> There are breaks that need to be pumped here. <laughs> I think I also blended together the Liverpool City game with Atlanta United yesterday because I think I'm because... blending together all of the Trent Alexander-Arnold just horrible passes and getting pickpocketed the entire I did the, the same game. thing with the Masters in the game yesterday. Yeah. Remember when Colin Morikawa just slipped that one in on the back line, but then the wind got a hold of it and just sailed it over the back? Oh. <laughs> Mine makes a little more sense because I'm sitting there watching back-to-back soccer games. Yeah. Whatever. I agree. In Jest 100, Almeida could be special. Uh, I really think he could be because he's, as we talked last week, he's more direct. He shows more vision. Uh, he seems to be more team friendly than Barco. Uh, he he could he could I mean he has the potential not maybe not this season but he has the potential to win MVP. Ooh, I like that. Brandon Vasquez is back in town this weekend too. Oh, that's a good. Let's point. Let's not speak too soon about him being more team friendly than Barco. So should we? With that, should we start up the <laughs> the download here? You got to do a full choke. <laughs> you got to go full. Ch- you got to ask full for permission choke. first. <laughs> Can't just rush in giving people a full choke, Tim. You got to work your way up to that, man. You got to flood the engine. <laughs> My engine is flooded. All this talk about this. I'm going to slip off the seat in a minute. For- <laughs> All I'm doing is giving leaf blower instructions, but you got to flood the engine, four strokes at full choke. You guys are disgraceful, man. And then half on. choke. And then rum, bum, 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 bum. Uh, I do want to talk about... <laughs> I literally could have written that, and it's just the instructions on the side of my, yeah. my leaf blower. <clears throat> Um, Carlos Rangel asking before we move on to Cincy has George Campbell surpassed uh, Alan Franco yesterday wasn't the first time that Franco's been subbed out and Miles and George were kept on as the back two I, I wouldn't be surprised if that ends up being the direction we go because Franco's just not played consistently well to stand out to replace Campbell, in my opinion, Dan's yeah, throwing on his shield. Dan's throwing on his shield. Hold on, let him step in. He, we were also it was the 60th minute. We're also chasing the game at that point. So we bring on Ibarra and we put yeah. off Sadich for yeah. it was a Moraney. So we need to push up at that point. And then to potentially Carlos's comment, um, you. In that regard, well, so in that regard, you could be pulling off your weakest defender, which would support Carlos's um, um, uh, argument. argument there. So, but then the thing is, Campbell, we have used him in a six location in front of the center back. So, if you're in concept trying to push everybody up, would you not keep Campbell because he can play a little bit more forward? 
and play a single center back in just or in Miles Robinson? I'm not following. No, 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 no. He, they would both be center backs, but Campbell has then the the willingness to push forward a little bit or to be uh, in front of Miles. So Miles is the guy bailing out the runner at the end, but, like Campbell has done. But sorry, Dan, I'm not trying to be a dick. But last no, week, did didn't you? say that Alan Franco was one of the best attacking center backs in MLS. So why would you take him out if you wanted to score goals? Well, sounds like chasing. a turncoat to me, which sounds <laughs> right no, up no. his alley. No, I'm, no, I'm serious. I'm, I'm serious. I you said he was in like the 90th percentile in all attacking statistics for a center back. So if that's the argument that he mm, is. This tea tastes good. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I mean. If, if that's the argument, then I don't know why you take him off. Boy. So I was saying that because Campbell is playing, has played center defensive midfield where Franco hasn't, that's why you would keep, that is potentially why you would keep Campbell. But that makes sense if you keep a three back. Mm, Because otherwise you're playing a stopper and a sweeper. Right. I mean, if you're trying to push everyone upfield to get a goal. So you're you're playing like a one, 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 four, four. I mean, potentially, you could play a one and then just another one slightly further forward. Hmm. And then another one slightly further forward. And then another <laughs> right. one slightly forward. I see your point, Tim, but then all the center backs go up for a corner, you know. Why didn't Guzan go up for that corner at the end? Exactly. Get him out I, of there. He, Get him out. He would have lost it in the air. Anyway. I'm not trying <laughs> to came towards him on a cross. <laughs> he just completely was. Sorry, the wind got a hold of it. I couldn't see it. I'm not trying to be facetious, like, or I seriously, why wasn't he up there? We were down one nothing goal differentials, the second tiebreaker. Again, it's the magnification of lasers on mirrors. You can't have two bald headed players inside the box at the same time. But what if they would have hit Kalina with it? Just I don't know. I don't know, man. We need one, we need another bald guy on the team. Yeah, do it. Be like TN. <laughs> Having three three bald guys out there we can't differentiate. Who's out there? Are there any are there any free agents we can get that are bald? Like the two of them? <laughs> <laughs> you have hair. They don't. <laughs> they don't have any hair. You're right. You're right. Hmm. Okay. All right. Choke it up. <laughs> <laughs> Should I take my headphones out? I no, didn't even listen back to it last week because I, I thought it was just a complete Kevin. Shit Kevin show. doesn't. Kevin doesn't have uh, studio control right now. Oh, he's will... putting. He's he's typing up on his phone, <laughs> trying to find some bullshit to play. That's what I'm doing. I'll, just do. <laughs> I'll just take him out. Oh, all man. right. So Cincinnati's had a week's rest. Uh, last five games. Um, obviously, they lost last week 4-3 to Montreal. Uh, previously, 2-0 loss to Charlotte. Previously, a 3-1 win against Miami. And then they beat the hated Orlando. Hopefully, Kevin is actually doing something decent and pulling up that Carolina Panthers <laughs> soundtrack. But he's probably not. He's pulling up some bullshit. Um, and then they lost to DC 1-0. They've played a pretty consistent 3-5-2 throughout the entirety of the season. We're playing two up top with Baji and Vasquez. Um, in watching the Montreal highlights, Vasquez has been really impressive for them. He's their top scorer with five goals. Um, against the Montreal, his first goal, it was 
it was really interesting seeing he received a pass from Powell off the wing and he used some really nifty, albeit Jake Mulraney type silky feet um, to just trap the ball, or still uh, shimmy around the keeper and slot it in home from a pretty acute angle. Um, and then the second one, he comes in off the wing and passes it in straight into um, a whole bunch of chaos in the box and enforces an own goal. Uh, and then the third goal was an Acosta penalty. So uh, Luciano Acosta, you think, would be doing a whole lot better. Uh, but he is their highest rated player in a 7.3 from Footmob. Um, closely behind that is Vasquez because of all the goals he's been scoring. Acosta uh, leads the league in key passes, Dan. He leads they've the league in key passes. Most of their goals in the first half, they've conceded nine goals. Um, and at the last 15 minutes of the half, they've conceded four. So you, there's a, a high point there where just before the halftime, you can potentially get one over him. It seems like they're the weakest, but I'm sure they'll be um, trying to work out with Pat Noon and how they can defend that a lot better and then the second half they've been shipping five goals um where lanny united has been a lot better we just ship our goals in the first half um but i think we've only shipped uh, i can't even look it up don't worry about it you can go on your many apps and have a look um so potentially we could score a lot in the first half cincinnati has zero clean sheets this season this could be a good confidence builder oh my gosh if Arujo is ready it's gonna be it could be it could be excellent but we've said that before um oh my gosh what the heck are they doing uh but anyway i'm gonna let them predict first and then i'll come back with my prediction and see what happens i'm back oh i'm exhausted <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> No, why, I, why would it be a dog panting? I pu- I pulled up a I had a background set up last week that wouldn't really show well on the screen that Tim found buried in our <laughs> settings. It just says heavy load in like the <laughs> yellow text. <laughs> it looks it, like kick ass font. Yeah, exactly. But it says heavy load instead. <laughs> I don't the Dan's not watching. He's not listening. He anymore. didn't even put his headphones in at all? No. His his load is over. And he's muted. Wow. You muted him or he muted no, himself? No, he muted himself. Wow. So I was saying goodnight to one of my children. How dare you? So obviously I had you muted, Kevin. Well, you don't, you don't put your kids to bed at 7 p.m. when it's still light out like I do? I put one of them down and he says, it's still sunny. <laughs> That's why you got to put the blackout curtains in there like yeah, we do. I feel yeah. like, be quiet, go to sleep. <laughs> Um. Yeah, uh, you didn't hear me whenever I was saying this, but one thing you missed in the damn li- just just constructive criticism. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, um, it, Tim. Luciano Costa does lead the league in key passes. So it's, it's nice. Surprised by his performance, but he's um. They he doesn't play defense though. He can't play defense. Neither the, neither can their defense. So I mean. <laughs> I don't think anybody on that team could play defense. I feel horrible for Alec Can. Um, finally gets his shot to be a MLS starting keeper on a full time basis, and has to go and play behind that yeah. that back line. Uh, is Jeff Cameron still there? 
He is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, that they don't fear me. Like I like the idea of uh, slipping in Araujo in the second half and giving him giving it some time and a confidence boost. And not just that. Like he's a perfect. Like he's very, really da- you don't obviously don't want to play him as a substitute all the time, but dangerous change of play or change of pace uh, substitute to come in and really prey on like a a spent defense right. and. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm excited about this game. Score predictions. I was also excited about the Charlotte games. <laughs> yeah, weren't we all? Um, I don't know. I don't think we played horribly during the Charlotte game. I guess you can't really get past Kalina. I, I don't, we didn't have a lot of great chances, but, um, score predictions. Uh, I'll say one, one Dan. <sighs> Man, one, one. That sucks. Um, we should be better than that. We should be better than one one. Um, I'm gonna go with two nil. Oh, and I'm gonna go with a four to two Atlanta United. Good lord! Damn. Where's that coming from? Who's gonna score four goals? Almada. Um, you know, I was thinking Ibarra would score all four. I think Franco Ibarra would probably score all four of them. Cool. To be honest. Cool. 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 <laughs> And if he does that, then Max Plays Games has to get um, a tattoo. He has to get a Jackson Conway tattoo. (laughs) No, he has to get the Jackson Conway haircut and then get an Ibarra tattoo where the mullet. uh, No, he gets a mullet tattoo. (laughs) He shaves his head like Guzan and gets the mullet tattooed onto his scalp. That is brilliant, Kevin. That is. It would just look like a really bad painted on do-rag. Exactly. Look like a swim cap. It looks like hair. <laughs> Can you imagine how gross? <laughs> just your whole head. Just a whole head. <laughs> what if they got a photorealistic tattoo of hair? <laughs> I'm sure it's all mine. Look at well, I mean, have, look at hair tattoo. Don't you remember Bam Bam Bigelow? And he had the fire Bam. tattoo on his head? Bam. Please find hair tattoos. Uh, while you're doing that, it just 100 <laughs> 2 1 good guys. Brittany, yes, 3 1 Atlanta. Jay Hannibal, 2 0. Ronaldo starts and gets one of the two. Richard Gordon, 2 1 Atlanta. If Arushu is back, 3 1. Matt Wisniewski, 2 1. Moreno and Almada. Carlos Rangel, 3 2 Atlanta. Ronaldo hat trick and Vasquez brace. I think that's all of them so far. You're talking about like this? You can't see it, can you? Oh my god. Yes. That but with a mullet. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I want. You, <laughs> You've got to do that. I hope you're listening, Max plays games. <laughs> this is Only in America. This is something required of you. That's what I'm getting done for the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> my god. I'm gonna shave my beard into a mustache. Oh. Oh god. I yeah. can't wait. <laughs> It's going to be so great. Bryson Cicero, 3-2 Atlanta. Mm. Gosh, man, I hope since he better not score these goals like people are predicting. Mm. Is Alan Franco playing? Best best attacking center back in the league when he's on the Probably. bench. Gonna, yeah, you're going to be you're gonna be eating your words. He has a really good plus race. minus when he's on the bench. <laughs> Can't miss key plays whenever you're not involved in them. <laughs> <laughs> 
So what was it? Thirty million for Barco. Alan Franco is the best attacking 40 defender in the year. I have uh, a question. What else have I done? Do Do we have a buyback clause whenever we trant and sold Brandon Vasquez, or was he was he? Um, you want to buy him back for this week? Expansion <laughs> draft. Expansion drafted. Was he expansion drafted? No, I think. Oh, I think he was, and then I think but he was, he was traded to Cincinnati after the team who picked him. Nashville. 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 Picked him. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking how cool it would be to buy him back if there was a buyback clause. Because who do we pay? We pay ourselves, <laughs> <laughs> or, or not a buyback clause, but like a sell-on fee. There's sell-on fee, That'd but we great. bought him back. Who is that? Just nullified. I want him back though. He needs to come back. He'll be here this weekend. <laughs> he'll be back come come back home come back home yeah, he's, I, he's, he's from California home. though I don't think yeah gosh alright anything else I don't think so what's your um? you got any good fast food takes lately how was that stuffed crust pizza Banana. <laughs> that was what it was like the all night afterwards <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing. You can't beat a Pizza Hut stuffed crust. It is just undeniable pizza. Undeniably Pizza Hut. Yeah. You, that and the Big New Yorker. I don't think they do the Big New Yorker anymore, though, do they? I don't know. Any any fast food hot takes? I'm trying to think if I've even had fast food. Dude, I told you. I've been on a Wendy's kick the past couple yeah. months. Like, you wouldn't is that still believe. a thing? I haven't gone in a little, in a little bit. But you're not. Well, travel and stuff. You say it's I, a Wendy's Wendy's kick, but you're getting like a chicken nugget I'm and then six some fries. Pe- six piece spicy nuggets and fries. That's not a kick. A kick is me going and getting like a jalapeno cheddar no, popper that's my... sandwich every night. Also, I, f- I realize that hyperfixation is a thing, which apparently I've definitely fall into that category. <laughs> and like hyperfixation meals is a thing where I'll just get obsessed with something and eat it until I'm sick of it. And that's been it, basically. What are you going to say, Dan? And cut in. I was going to be like, yeah, I'm all aboard on Wendy's. And then he talks talking about chicken nuggets. I'm like, come on, dude. Wendy's do the best fast food burgers. If you're going to a drive-thru, that's the best burger to get. However, I now experience Whataburger, and now that is the best burger drive-thru burger. Where did you experience that? Texas? Did you go to Texas? No, there's one in Georgia. Uh, I actually experienced in Florida. There's one in Georgia, in in Atlanta. Not in Atlanta. Okay, you I know it's a Texas. It, I think thing. you pass it on the way to Florida, actually. Oh, yeah, I've never had Whataburger as much as I've been it's, to Texas. It's, it's very impressive. I mean, had, do you, have you guys heard of NFA Burger? Yes, yeah, it's, it's the best. Good. It, that's the best burger in Atlanta that I've had. Ah, uh, in Dunwoody. Yeah. Oh, I've been there like that. probably ten times in the past since <laughs> this, this year. I think that's... Grindhouse. I think Grindhouse is my favorite burger in Atlanta. No, I mean NFA is fantastic. And the beef, the beef fat tots. Yeah, I can't beat them. I haven't them. had those yet. Oh my god! I think I live like walking distance, and I've only eaten it once. <laughs> it's so good. Like it's hard to find a good smash burger. That's like I, I would, I would eat a smash burger. Is that place no longer? Existing? They expanded yeah, way uh, too quickly. Yeah, they were like I think all over the place when we first moved to Atlanta. They still. What'd you say, Dan? They were overexposed themselves. Yeah, I yeah. think the same thing probably is happening to Blaze Pizza. I would not be surprised. But like Smashburger, um, 
the only one that I know of, granted, I don't go a ton of places, is in Shreveport, Louisiana, where my parents are. Um, yeah, there were a ton of them. There was the there was one on Roswell Road. Well, there was one in Buckhead. There there was a there was a handful of them around town. Anyway, it's just hard to find a good thin crispy smash burger with some good American cheese on it. Um, Freddy's is a decent substitute. It's not NFA. That's the one down in Krog, right? No, no, no. Freddy's is like, um, I think Athens, Snellville. I think they're mostly like east to gotcha. northeast. What's but the, it's like a steak and shake. What's the place thing. in Krog that like Fred's? Sandwich? Oh, it's Fred's. Okay, yeah. I knew it was something like Fred's that. meat. Gotcha. See, that I, place is pretty solid. I, I like I like thin burgers. I do like Grindhouse. Grindhouse is so good. Grindhouse is good, but yeah, it's yeah. I like Grindhouse too, but it's not a drive-through. Jay Hannibal said, "Hot take from a European." There, I mean. I don't. I, I don't think Europeans. There's no good burger in Europe. Europe, America has the best burger. Oh, dude! Whenever I, I went to London and I was looking at what they called hamburgers, I was like, "This is like this." Don't looks, get a hamburger. From, this looks like cafeteria stuff. From go like get a curry food. or something like. I did. You, you could have the best donor kebab in Europe. That yes. would be a good one. In yeah. London. Just in Europe in general, they're yeah. they're just all over the place. I did Maybe. have really good. Um, I think it was from a um, from a chain. It was like a sit down chain of Indian food. Uh, Masala Zone, I think, is what it's called. I don't know. In London, it was it was quite good. It was very good. But that's tikka masala is the national dish dish of England, right, or the UK? Uh, I mean, no. I mean that's. I mean, yeah, it's like saying a cheeseburger is the dish of America. Yep, I wouldn't argue that. I wouldn't argue that either, except hot dogs. Are you a burgers and dogs kind of guy or more of a dogs and burgers kind of guy? What is that <laughs> sentence? What, what are you talking about? It's a pretty simple question. No, it's not. That is ridiculous. <laughs> if you're faced with whether or not you want burgers and dogs or dogs and burgers, which one are you choosing? Burgers and dogs. Huh. I'm eating both, Tim. If you give me a good burger and a good one, he, he doesn't both. get it. He doesn't get it. <laughs> that wasn't the question. Are Do you, you want burgers and dogs or dogs and burgers? It's probably another sex thing, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Jay Hannibal, Dan, have you ever had Wright's fish and chips and coming? Good stuff there, lad. Uh, no, oh. I've not. I hope it's good. I've not had good fish and chips over here. Really? I had. Mm-hmm. So. I had fish and chips in London. They were very good. Uh, I don't like the the place I went. They were probably a little swankier because it was not on my dime. But the I had mushy peas. Um, the fish and chips in Australia are pretty good. We had some in Seattle uh, back in March that were pretty amazing. What Dan? <laughs> it's just funny, like. Uh, you're talking about the fish and chips that you had. This well, the fish and chips in Australia. <laughs> not yeah. not the first time I went to Australia. The second time I went. To Australia. I've only been I've only been one time. I've only been to Australia one time. Giving you a hard time. That flight is too too tough. Um, but yeah, place in it. It has to be cod, right? Cod's yes. the only way to do absolutely. Yeah, and Alaskan cod. I yeah, up in up in Seattle, that area. Is so so damn good. Oh, well, yeah, I haven't been to the uh, Pacific Northwest, so. 
Yeah, it's worth going. It's to. the specific Northwest. <laughs> I'm sorry, we're talking specific. specifically about it. Is Seattle. specifically there? That's it's right. It's the specific yeah. Northwest. Mm-hmm. I don't mean to be a grammar snob, but say no, it. I, I totally understand him. I'm sorry. I don't. Too, I, don't uh, I don't. In Pacific, I don't know what you're talking about. It's not. Yeah, exactly. Or Pacifically, the Northwest. That's the other one. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys for hanging out with us tonight. <laughs> Kevin's really got to go home. It. <laughs> Are you, were you not we drinking saw. tonight, Kev? No. I, did, water? I thought I had a bottle over here, but I didn't. And I didn't give myself enough time to run by the store on the way over. So um, I will correct that next week. Uh, so you're just going to go get a bottle on your way home and drink it in the car? Yeah. I mean, you got to prime the engine for bedtime. You know? I mean, you, I'm just... <laughs> You just must be so disappointed when you it's got there. Way, like, wait, I don't have a bottle. <laughs> yeah, he either wants wild dreams or no dreams. Exactly. That's it. It's the only way to. It's the only way to calm down the stress sharks swimming around in my head. Mm-hmm. Hey, have we had Penny Bradley in the chat before? Oh, in a trap. Yep. Is she in there now? Yeah, she says, "Hey, y'all. Hey, son. Well, yep. Hi, Penny. That's my mom. <laughs> way better. Way better, hey, Kevin. Penny. This got weird." Hey guys, <laughs> like, and there's a couple people from work that, not from our that firm. know your mom. No. <laughs> there's a couple people that aren't from our firm, but that like work with the project management groups or contractors and stuff that we work with that know that we do the show or that actively listen to the show that I forget about and then we'll <laughs> talk about shit on here. Yeah. And I forget that this goes out beyond just us and the people that we see in the trap regularly. And then somebody after a meeting will be like, Oh yeah. Nice onesie from Bucky's that you put on during the show last week. <laughs> hey Kevin, did yeah. you flood the oh, engine last man. night? <laughs> exactly. Really, really great. Did you started on full yeah, choke. Really great. <laughs> Yeah, the one person I worked with who listened to our podcast now does not work. Promptly stopped listening to it (laughs) and quit. And And quickly filed a claim with HR. Yeah. Yeah, It's so weird. He talked about it last night all day. I saw him like priming his damn load (laughs) in the office. God. All right. Thank you guys so much for tuning in with us. Wherever you come from, however you found us, we appreciate it. Be sure to like and subscribe. Hit the bell icon on YouTube to get a notification each and every time we go live. Uh, Be sure to rate and review on iTunes or whatever your podcatcher may be. And, um, yeah, you want to hang out with us online, you can find us all on Twitter at Home Before Dark. That's before spelled B in the number four. Individually on different platforms. Tim? Um, Tumblr? I probably got a Tumblr out there somewhere. Oh, yeah. 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 I think it's yeah. probably been hacked at this point. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Um, you can find me on Live Journal <laughs> or Zanga. Or Zanga. Yeah. Zanga. I've got a pretty good Zanga right now. Um, how long until we get back to that? What? Oh, Live yeah. Journal. It goes full oh, circle. It absolutely will. Just like everything else. Like, I feel like all of the technology that eventually reverts back around like vinyl coming back in and stuff like that like the next thing is that the websites that we use are going to start reverting (laughs) to where like everything's is in the angel cities format and it's all just like shitty 24-bit gifs and stuff like that and comic sans and bright colors and flashing icons (laughs) it's gonna be ridiculous dragon ball z pictures some of those websites 
GeoCities is making a big comeback and Angel Fire. That's those what two I'm saying. Gonna, yeah, yeah. Those two are going to make a big comeback. I think that's what we need to. What's our hosting fees? Can we switch? Can we be a pioneer in this? Can we <laughs> yes, just switch dude. our hosting to a GeoCities? Let's site? talk about it. Not to exclude you, Dan. You could stick around. Let's talk about this after, after the podcast. <laughs> no, I'm fine. I was thinking either that or MySpace, we could start getting on. Yeah. And if you forget it, you can always search in Home Before Dark on Ask Jeeves. <laughs> <laughs> what does ask.com go to it still exists askjeeves.com that, that's still a website i dare not type anything into it <laughs> oh yeah you are getting swatted if you do yeah is uh was lycos a thing over here or is that just... oh yeah that was mostly for pictures though wasn't yeah. it i have no idea it didn't have alta vista was my jam back in the day that and excite i never used those yeah I remember thinking it was so cool to go to each one of them and create an email address. MySpace is still live, right? Probably. Why don't we get a Home Before Dark MySpace and we'll just start posting things on there? Can we go on MySpace? Let's do that. Yes. (laughs) We can have a a top 11. Let's lead the charge for MySpace. Yeah, we're getting off of this shit. (laughs) Fuck this. We're we're bringing it back around. We're going to have our new... Top ten or was it top eleven? Top eight. Top, top eight. eight. Yeah. We're gonna get our top eight from people that are in the trap that also join us on MySpace. They'll be in there. We're gonna pick our song for our page. <laughs> we're already ready. You can download it using Kazaa or LimeWire. <laughs> Not Kazaa Light though. No, yeah. no. Or if All you're right. real cool, you could get What CD. Cool. I like this plan, guys. I think we're this is excellent. Way. Oh my gosh, this is the best marketing plan we've come up. Well, it's the only marketing plan we've come up with. But <laughs> <laughs> nothing that we do on this show has a real plan associated with it. Uh, Jay Hannibal is going to go reset his password. It, uh, Kevin, it was great that your mom chimed in. I know it was really great, really, really great. Mm. I have to give her a call on the way home. So, all right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in with us. We'll see you next time. As always, be home before dark. Nice to meet you, Penny, virtually. What's that supposed to be? Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.